It's another week of the Coach Max Show, and this one may be the most important. It is game week for Central Michigan officially. Game one next Wednesday. We are within seven days as the Chippewas will take the field against the Bobcats Wednesday night, November 4th, 7 o'clock on ESPN. So looking forward to seeing what the Chippewas can do in that first game. We'll talk all about the Bobcats and that game Coming up with Coach McElwain, they had their first scrimmage last Friday. See how the Chippewas looked. Ask him a little bit about the depth chart, specifically the quarterbacks. If we get an inkling of who's maybe going to be starting, or we'll just have to wait and see next Wednesday when the Chippewas take the field here at Kelly Short Stadium. Our guest this week, center Jamez Kimbrough, stepping into that role for the first time here in 2020. And then on the defensive side of the ball, Troy Harrison will join us all coming up on the Coach Max Show. So thanks so much for tuning in, and we'll be right back with that opening segment with the second-year head coach, Jim McElwain. You're listening to the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Well, it's another week of the Coach Max Show, and it is officially game week. Yes. We're a week out from that first game against the Bobcats, Coach Mack. Here's what's just crazy. Think about this. We're, we're heading into the 1st of November. I think it's Halloween this weekend, and now all of a sudden we're getting ready to play our first game. I mean, it almost doesn't seem real, and yet the excitement um, – I, I just – I know how much our kids want to get out there and play. And uh, but uh, who would ever thought we were talking about opening game uh, here in November, early November. It does it feel weird that it's it's nearly here. I, I don't want to jinx it because it is 2020 and there's a lot going on. Yeah. But we're we're under a week out and kickoff is almost here. It's it's got to feel like a whirlwind, but excitement all around. Right. We're under a week down and, uh, you know, still have four more tests to clear. The mm -hmm. kids have been doing great. Uh but as you said, obviously, uh, it's been going around in a lot of spots of college football. But at the same time, our preparation, our focus, kind of the way we're zeroed in right now is obviously uh, on trying to put a plan together and let the kids go out and execute and be successful against the heck of a football team in Ohio. Chippewas and the Bobcats on ESPN next Wednesday, 7 o'clock, right here under the lights at Kelly Short Stadium, and uh, it, it's ready to go. We continue to look at it every week we come in here because we're just uh, above it here at the Chippewa Champion Center, but going to be exciting for the players to get out there and, and defend the home turf. It is, and, and you know, we actually worked our uh, final scrimmage of, I guess you would call this fall camp. <laughs> we we worked that last Friday under the lights. Uh, um it was great. The the kids' energy, uh, their excitement to be out there. Um, we were able to uh, get some things cleaned up. You know that that's the biggest fear, obviously, going into a first game. Always is, you know, kind of the unknown. You know, this is a new team for us, uh, even though we have returners. But you know, together, this is a group that needs to go out and form their own identity and. Uh, we're going to find out here shortly what that identity is going to be uh, with this year's Chippewas. What did you think about that scrimmage overall? Yeah. Were you satisfied after it got done? I really was. I thought uh, I thought our energy was fantastic, and and uh, I, you know, that just listening to the kids talk, the chatter, the communication, uh, there was a sense of excitement. Uh, they were having a good time, um, and. Uh, we accomplished a lot of things and, and found out some things that we need to really get shored up 
um, you know, in a lot of different phases. Uh, but uh, with that, uh, you know, some of the new faces get a chance for really the first time ever for them to be in Kelly shorts. And, and uh, you know, for us, it's a special, special place, this home field. And um, we need to continue to defend this home field and, and make it ours. We're talking with head coach Jim McElwain getting ready to start his second season leading your Central Michigan Chippewas. Uh, I got to watch a little sneak peek up in the press box. That was the best part because you remember it was sleeting out yeah, there. That's right. You were covered. I was covered. Yeah. I didn't need the jacket, and uh -huh. I was enjoying watching some Chippewa football. But I tell you what, Coach, I won't give anything away, but I, I saw some pretty good playmakers out there, uh, specifically on the offensive ball. That It was fun to watch back and forth, that offense move the football. You know, I thought they did a great job, and, and I really thought our defense did a fantastic job in the situational pieces, you know. Uh, you know, gave up a big, long third down, but, we, you know, we've got to make sure our rush lanes and the things we need to do uh, from a pass rush standpoint, you know, and – you know, learning how to go speed to power and not just run by the quarterbacks and things like that. But we'll get that short up. Um, and I think a lot of things were able to kind of show up uh, in the scrimmage on both sides that, that gave us some real teachable moments. Are there some extra nerves for you and the coaching staff going into that first game just because you don't have the blueprint of what this team has looked like in-game performances yet because this is the first one and all the practices are finally leading up to what culminates essentially is that first test? Yeah, and I think, you know, part of it too is, uh, you know, every day you take a test, you're not sure who's going to be there at practice and who's not, right? And, and uh um, the guys have done an outstanding job, and like I said, it's it's up here in the building, and what we've uh, what we've done here, and in, in our environment from a cleaning standpoint, the way we do our meetings, the way we do go about, you know, like I said, all our meetings are virtual. Uh, very very few are actually in person. When we do meet in person, everybody's sitting way apart, and we're in the indoor. Um, but uh, you know, we've done a great job that way, and, and what it's showing me is our guys are doing a really good job away from the building as well. And, uh, you know, that's as big a piece of it as knowing the game plan. How do you monitor that? Because obviously you can't be with the guys 24-7. Is it just sending that message to them as practice ends or as they leave the facility, or, or what are you telling them? Yeah, you know, it's it's a constant reminder. Um you know, everything we do in our program is based on choices. And, uh, you know, now more than ever, whatever choice you make uh, not only can affect you, but has a real chance to affect the people around you. And uh, uh, based on how you go about your life away from the building is really the, the thing we talk a lot about. And, uh, and yet at the same time, who knows where you can get it. Right. I mean, uh, no one has the, you know, the definitive answer. But, you know, so far um, we've done a heck of a job and the guys have done a fantastic job of taking care of themselves and being accountable to each other. How, how do you how do you handle that? Just kind of opening up and looking at the, the whole landscape of college football. I mean, Wisconsin has been affected most recently where it doesn't look like they're going to play their game against Nebraska coming up. And it's it's something that. You can control to some point, but at the end of the day, you can only wash your hands and wear your mask as much as possible. Sometimes it does happen. So how do you handle that situation where something negative potentially could happen where you may not have a football game, and, and how do you try and stay 
on guard all t- all times of the day. Well, I think if, if really we've got to learn from what we've already gone through, you know, mm-hmm. the highs, the lows. I think what's so important is to stay even, um, be consistent, and yet you certainly, uh, if, if something does happen, um, you know, you can let it affect you or you can say, you know, shoot, that's what it was. Let's move forward and this is how we're going to go attack it, uh, you know, this time. You know, th- those are the things I think that are so important. And 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 I go back to even the crossover things we've done in practice. We've discovered some guys at different positions, you know, that's adding depth to a real thin roster that we have right now. We're talking with Jim McElwain, Chippewas, and the Bobcats. 7 o'clock next Wednesday is when Mid-American Conference play gets kicked off. Of course, that one right here in Mount Pleasant. You talk about depth chart, and that's what everybody cares about at this time of the year. How is that progressing? Do you have that almost ready to go, or you still have position battles that are raging on as we go up to that first you know, game? Still position battles, and yet um, even as position battles, you know we've got a lot of guys that are going to play. And we've tried to make sure that we created as much depth at all the different spots just in case, right? Um, and, you know, for us, like I said, our, our numbers are thin. I, you know, we're down in the 70s as a program. Normally we're at 110. So um, with that being said, you know, those guys that are here are doing an unbelievable job, and uh, uh, they're going to have to take a lot of reps, uh, you know, it could be old school, high school football. We might have some guys going both ways if if needed, and yet, uh, you know what? Uh, that's the way it is. And uh, let's not worry about it. And let's go have some fun next Wednesday when we kick off here at seven oh five. You know, it's perfect. I'm calling a high school football game on Friday just so I can get myself ready in case it awesome. is high school football esque next Wednesday. As you right. said, there's going to be some cross training and players playing on both sides. So. I'll be ready to go, hopefully, up there. Have you got the list of all the New Jersey numbers? Somebody asked me about that. No. No? Well, good. We're going to Hopefully, keep I'll that get those you. before game time. <laughs> <laughs> I did see the picture. Uh, the the new – we, we've talked about this a little bit, but uh, CMU football, CMU athletics accounts tweeted out today, the new numbers look really good. Block gold and uh, the print looks really nice on those home uniforms. So it's going to make it easier on you. Yeah, I, I don't I, have anything, any ex- – Anything I could do to make it easier on you. How's that? If I miss call a play this year, I've got no <laughs> excuses anymore. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> All right, well, let me let me ask you this, because I uh-huh. know every Chippewa fan wants to know every year who is going to be the quarterback. Right. Do you have an answer for us, or do we have to wait? I think we still have to wait right okay. now, obviously. In David's case, uh, you know, we still haven't heard anything from uh, the NCAA, which is not a surprise. That's not anything that, that you know, we didn't foresee. But in the meantime, uh, as, as you watch practice, you know, the amount of reps that, that Ty and, and obviously D. Rich get – uh, during the practices, uh, whoever it ends up being, we're going to be fine. And, and I'm excited about whoever's behind there. And, you know, no matter what at that position, it's about the people around that position that need to help it be successful. Um, we've got to do a great job of getting the hand, the ball in the hand of guys that, that can go make plays for us. And defensively, um, you know, big piece there is going to be, you know, getting the other team off the field so we get a chance to go score points. 
And you mentioned David. I, I, I don't know if you know this, but do you feel confident you're going to have a decision made from the NCAA before that first game or just unsure at this you, point? You know, it's really unsure, and I think that that's, uh, you know, they, they actually furloughed 600 people, I think is what it was, or something like that. So, um, you know, where exactly we're at with it, um, you know, it is what it is. And, and like you said, there are no excuses for anything. As I've talked even going into this season, we're going to be prepared no matter – you know who we're, who's playing whatever position because the guys want to play and and you know what let's let them go play. Well, whoever is taking snaps, you know the person that is more important than them is the guy that's snapping them the football. That's that, that, you know what I'm glad you said that <laughs> because the the one thing I do know about the center position, all right, it is the only position in football that will touch the ball every single time. There you go. Because you could get into Wildcat mm -hmm. and obviously snap it to somebody else, right? Fumble Ruski play, that there, could happen. That can happen, but it always starts with that guy playing center. Well, what do you say we talk to that guy that's going to be touching the football every single play offensively? Can we just make him appear? I yeah. mean, do we do it? How does that work? He's a pretty big guy. I don't know if he can just <laughs> come out of nowhere and appear, but <laughs> we're going to bring on the uh, center, Jamez Kimbrough, when we come back. Troy Hairston will join us as well, and then we'll talk about uh, that opponent that the Chippewas are going to play Ohio with Coach Mack later on in the show. We're just getting started on the Coach Mack Show. We'll be right back on the Chippewas Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Back here on the Coach Max Show from the Chippewa Champion Center. Just under a week to go until that opening game against the Ohio Bobcats. Coach McElwain is here and the starting center. Jamez Kimbrough is joining us, Coach. Yeah, you know, I, I'm excited about this because uh, it was a year ago and obviously coming off a heck of an injury and mm -hmm. and rehabbing him. I, I can remember when he was walking through the indoor one day and I says, uh, Something to the effect, did you ever snap the ball before? Yeah, yeah, it, it was something like that. I was uh, on the way to the weight room, you know, because I wasn't practicing at the time, and Coach Max stopped me, and he asked me something along those lines about switching from guard to center and just, you know, he, he said, you know, it's, it's up to you. Uh, just give it some thought. Uh, you know, start watching the center position and whatnot. You know, give it some thought. And I did that, and uh, I came to the conclusion that center was a good position for me. You know, it was one of the things when I did watch uh, some games from that previous year before we had gotten here, one of the most productive guys up front was this guy and the energy that you played with in some of those games. And, and uh, you know, that, that really showed me, I mean, his ability to move and do those type of things. How has the adjustment been for you to that center position? Honestly, it's, it's been a journey. Um, since we started, you know, just at first it was just, you know, getting used to getting the ball back there and being able to transfer my athletic abilities and the stuff that I'm good at to the center position because it is – it's different. You know, it's different than guard. And it, it's, it's a position of its own, you know, something you got to take serious and something you got to put work into and just, you know, stay focused and stay the course with it because it has its ups and downs. You know, especially when everybody looking at you, you know, you, you, you touch the ball every play, like <laughs> Coach Max said. So, you know, you know you got the whole offense counting on you to do the right thing and stay locked in. So that's the biggest part. You know, one of the things is uh, the importance of the center starts every call. Mm -hmm. Kind of let the, the fans know a little bit on kind of what your 
once you get to the line of scrimmage, you're kind of routine as far as setting everything based on whatever the play call is going to be. All right, so really the process for me is once we get the play call in, I, pr I process the play. You know, I'm very familiar with the plays and the responsibilities and the targets of where the running back goes. Then I'll, I'll take a look uh, at the line, dissect the line, you know, determine if it's uh, three down or four down and whatnot, and look at the linebackers, their position, point the mic for the uh, offensive line, the linebackers, quarterbacks, running back, all of those guys looking at me for the mic call. And then after that is communicating with the guys next to me, the guards and the centers, getting our uh, calls together, and then snap the ball and let's go. You know, you, you, you talked about that communication piece and all this. I, I don't think the fans realize how much goes on. That's during, all pre-snap, yeah, that, too. That's all before. That's, yeah. that's before we actually have the play and have to execute it. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Uh, yeah. that, that, that you mentioned something about the communication, all right? Mm -hmm. And kind of how is that going with kind of a new group of guys up there for you? Well, the communication, that's always a thing. And even if it's in life, you know, communication with whatever group of people you are with, uh, you know, it takes some time getting used to it, uh, just getting used to how people talk, how people communicate, what words people, you know, resonate with more sometimes. Um, but the guys around me, they've done a great job of, you know, communicating with me back also. It's not just a one-way communication. That's right. So, you know, just talking back and forth, even if we do mess up, you know, coming back and seeing where we messed up and communicate to how we could fix it for next time. Sure. So in in your case, coming to Central Michigan, obviously, uh, tell us about how that kind of path and how, how you ended up here. Um, and where you're from originally and then how you kind of ended up here. All right. So I, I went to Homewood Flossmore High School. Uh, if you're from the Illinois area, you yeah. know Homewood Flossmore is a very high-powered school academics, facilities, and especially football. Um, and I had great coaches. Uh, I, I, my coaches, I kind of compared them to college coaches because our practice was ran, ran the same way, very organized. Coaching was detailed. It wasn't one of those high schools you just come in. Your coach is there because, you know, that's their job. Right. They put a lot of time into it. So the, the transition to college, um, it wasn't that big of a difference in terms of, like, you know, the expectation is – do your job and you have to do your job outside of you know the, the football field also so but the the biggest thing was just getting used to all of the responsibilities that come with being a college student mm -hmm. and just taking care of things on the outside of the football field and being able to clear your head when you do come to the facility but I think my journey has been pretty smooth uh, you know besides the injury but I think the injury helped me out a lot um I know that's kind of hard to say yeah, yeah. that's kind of hard to say but as I look back on it, I realize, you know, I learned a lot of stuff about myself and uh, how to fight through adversity. And I showed myself that I can fight through stuff that beforehand I thought I would have never been able to do. Right. So that was just something that, that, that journey, you know, was great. I think, too, you know, when, when something's kind of taken away from you for a little bit, maybe being able to step back and, yeah. and reflect and yep. see how important it really was to you. Yeah, and that, that's something Coach Cummins uh, talked to me about also. You know, during the season, I forget when, um, but he said, you know, this, this actually might not be the worst thing for you, being able to sit back and just looking at everything from a different point of view and, you know, just watching other guys and just watching and watching. And when you sit back from the outside looking in, you're able to pick up on a lot of stuff and just – able to correct a lot of things in your head so you know 
I think it helped me in the long run. So tell me a little bit too, like uh, just from even in within your group, and obviously you being a big leader on this football team. When we got the word that all of a sudden we're gonna play, mm-hmm. tell me what that was kind of like. I mean, honestly, I was in the mindset that the season could be on at any time. Uh huh. But when it was canceled, it was like, it, it, I, it, for a second, it was like heartbreaking. It was like. Uh, you know, the season is canceled. Like, what are we going to do this whole time? But when the season was put back on, it was just like, it was excitement. And it was like a rush of excitement. And it was just, all right, now we just need everybody to lock in and be able to take care of themselves outside of football so we can be able to play, you know? Because yeah. it's definitely a lot of uncertainties with uh, the COVID thing and stuff going on. But, you know, the only thing we could do is, focus on our daily responsibilities and take care of ourselves so we could do what we are here to do. How was it for you last Friday in that scrimmage under the lights at <laughs> 7.05, uh, first time being the center, and, and what was that kind of like for you? You know, the, the whole day I kind of approached it as it was a game day, mm-hmm. you know, just because that's the expectations of scrimmage, so you got to go in expecting to be at your best. Um, but just being under the lights, it was my first time under the lights in a long time. Right. So just seeing the lights, you know, feeling the breeze, it just felt like football again. And, you know, once that first play was off, it was like, all right, you know, this, this is this is what it's all about. So, you know, as, as a player that has been here, and, and obviously we, we do some things differently, kind of what, what are your thoughts about the fact I'm so, like, dead set on never using the stadium? For practice? Yeah. Um, At first, it was different. But like I said, being on the outside, you know, being able to sit back and watch, I was able to mentally prepare for it because, you know, beforehand, you know, we, we did practice on the stadium a lot. Uh-huh. But looking at it, 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 it made the, the field more special. You know, not being on the field every day and practicing, you know, on other fields, it made that time when you come to the game and you know you're playing on this field, it, it kind of meant a lot you know uh, just a little more because we're not here every day right. it's special so you know you got to protect the home field you know uh and obviously you just kind of being out there a year ago but tell me how good that turf is out there now that <laughs> what our what our guys are doing on on the on the two grass fields i mean it's pretty <laughs> unbelievable isn't it yeah the turf was definitely gonna show show that speed <laughs> off <laughs> definitely right. be able to use that speed you know that's just what we have to wait and see man that's great well Jermans, I tell you what, I know uh, from the get-go, I knew this guy was going to be a fantastic, not only leader, but, but you know, the position of center, I don't think anybody realized how hard it is because you as a guard, you waited for somebody else to kind of start everything. Now you got to go start it, right? Exactly, exactly. And uh, I know this, uh, your athletic ability, the way you approach the game and the way you play, uh, the passion you play with, man, I'm just glad you're a chip. And uh, Thank can't wait to see you out there next Wednesday. Thank you. I'm excited to go, and I'm ready to just put everything out there for the Central Michigan Chippewas, you know? Awesome. I got I to sneak in one question here, and if uh, if our lazy co-host would have been here tonight, he would have <laughs> been the perfect guy to talk to. He's a former center in Brock okay. Gutierrez. Okay. Tell me about playing for the Bubs and being a starting center for Central Michigan, knowing all the guys that are up here on the wall that have played in the NFL and had mm-hmm. tremendous careers that's got to bring an extra sense of pride from you being yeah. a part of that line, just knowing how many great players have come before you in that spot. Yeah, definitely the pride and also the expectations, like I talked about. It's, 
the, 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 you know, the offensive line, we're expected to block and we're expected to be aggressive. And it's a tradition. It's a tradition that was here before I got here and before, you know, the guys that was right before me got here. You know, it's a long line, like you said. It's a long line of great bubs, you know, great Central Michigan offensive linemen. So when we come in every day, it's like, you know, we're we not just here just to be here. You know, we're here to do our jobs because the people before us did their jobs to the best of their ability, which allowed us to have all of this stuff and be able to come to this school, which is known for being aggressive on the offensive line and running the ball. That's a pretty good answer, huh? Pretty awesome, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, it, it certainly is. Well, we're looking forward to seeing you do your job with the rest of your teammates and uh, can't wait to watch you take the field on Wednesday against the Bobcats. Thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you. Go Chippewas. There you go, man. Love it. That's Jamez Kimbrough, your starting center. We'll talk the other side of the ball when we come back. Uh, Troy Hairston will be here. This is the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. On to the next segment here on the Coach Mack Show. We just talked some offense. How about we talk a little defense with Mr. Hairston here, Coach Mack? Love to, Troy. Thanks so much for taking the time to get here, man. Thank you for having me. Thank yeah? You having me. yeah? How you been? I've been great. Tell been me been great. how your body's feeling now that we're kind of at the end of camp going now into game week. Well, it's, uh, once you get back into football after ha not having it for so long, you start getting a little beat up. But I'll tell you, them pulls got me right. I ain't going <laughs> to lie. <laughs> that, that's a life changer. I go in there every day, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, get out and come back right to it the next day. So. What he's talking about is uh, part of the new Champion Center, the, the athletic training uh, uh, facility that, that we finally have now, cold pools, hot pools, and uh, – and rehab uh, pools as well down there. So, yeah. uh, like, uh, how's it been? Because obviously we have to be, you know, only X amount of people in there. Has yeah. it been a busy place? It, it's busy, but I think dudes on the team understand, like, how important it is to have that stuff and how, how, how cool it is to have it. It's not, it's, it's, not a, it's not something that, like, we have to have. It's something that's, that's like a privilege. So we, we take care of it. You know, everybody sure. take their turn. When people get in there, they get in. When they see people, they, they go do something else, maybe warm a little bit, come back. So awesome. we're taking care of it. So, Man, that's great. And uh, kind of for you, obviously, this has been a camp where you've played kind of a whole bunch of different spots. Yeah. All right. Tell me how that's been. Well, um, we've, we've changed our front up a little bit. Uh, I went back to stand-up. So mm -hmm. before you guys came, yeah. I actually played uh, DN, stand-up DN at 220. Right. So, <laughs> right. I, so a little bit of a scout team on there. Um, so I kind of went back to that a little bit, brought back some flashbacks, playing a little bit before I, mm -hmm. um, I actually played nose for a couple of weeks, for maybe right. a week. Mm -hmm. That was different for sure. <laughs> um, crossover is uh play a little fullback. Remind me of high school because I played uh, short down fullback and did a little bit of that. So, so been all around the field. So far, so. How were you doing in the crossover periods? I love it. There I you know, go. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. It's definitely because you know on the, on the defensive side you don't get to touch the ball that much. And when they when they when they tell you oh you got to run a route, it's like oh, okay, it's time to show up. <laughs> time to show up. You run them gloves together. You ready? So. Well, w you know, kind of with all that, you know, your kind of path and your journey to getting here, mm -hmm. kind of a different one. Tell tell all the folks a little bit about that. Yeah, it's a story. I uh, I actually came out of high school with not many uh, recruiting. I didn't get recruited that much. Um, maybe D2 schools, uh, one D1 AA offer. Um, I came here as a walk-on, so preferred walk-on. Um, my first year, actually, I was hurt coming out of high school because I was training hard to come here and try to earn my way. 
And so uh, I actually had to work with Nick Pike for a little bit mm-hmm. and didn't come back until the spring. So I, my first year here, I didn't even get a, a fall semester. You didn't get to show what I, what I could do. So um, after, after my first two years here, I kind of grinded, played linebacker, went to scout team DN because that's what they needed. And I, I was ready to do whatever they wanted me to do. Um, when Coach Mack got here, I actually uh, had surgery on my back because I had a couple of herniated discs. Um, that actually changed my life. And as soon as I was ready to go, I uh, came to the camp in the summer and, and did whatever they needed me to do. And as soon as I made the move, made the move and, 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 and did my best. And, you know, now I'm here. So You know, I got to tell you this, too. Uh, you know, a guy that truly affects the people around him in a positive way. Kind of tell me how that leadership role has kind of come on now a little bit to you. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, it's awesome because of how you – how you go about your daily work, but yeah. how's that been for you? It, it's it, it's it's been different. Um, it was something I did in high school when when I kind of came here in my first couple of years. I kind of lost that, um, but but with with the help of the new staff, I kind of found my way um, back to it. Uh, there's a lot of dudes who look up to me um, on the D line. There's a lot of dudes on the defense who look up to me. There's a lot of dudes I got personal connections here that look up to me, and uh, I've I've taken an understanding of that. Like leadership is more than just uh, being a guy who works hard every day, mm-hmm. you really gotta gotta bring him along. I try to make sure me and the D line get together every now and then and watch some film, make sure this dude is doing what he needs to do just in case something happens, no matter who it is. So um, there's that kind of leadership role. Um, I, I I don't personally feel like um, there are certain things I can do unless I earn that. And when I feel that I earn that, then I try to bring everybody along and have them follow my footsteps. Right. You were telling us, you know, at, at 220 pounds, right? Mm-hmm. Where are you at right now, man? I'm 242. That's down there. right. Wow. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Lost some weight from the season yeah. before, from last season. I was like 260 hurt. So, <laughs> but, well, so. it, and, uh, you know, part of that, ha- uh, Let's talk a little bit, you know, we, you, you talked about, you know, obviously the, the unbelievable stuff we have in the training room now. And, oh. like, it's so nice, that, but it, it's, like, not the place to hang out now, I'm telling you, right, okay? <laughs> Coach Duramity said, this is way too nice. People are going <laughs> to want to hang out in the training room, right? But uh, tell us about, like, the weight room. The weight room, oh, man. First of all, it's for us, you know, <laughs> that's important. Like, we, we all in there, we got a little vibe in there. You know, we know what it's for. We know what we're supposed to do in there. Um, the weight room got got everything we need from from things that track how how powerful you coming out of your, out of out of your squat to to things like I can't squat personally. So there's things for me to be able to build those type of muscles that people are building while they're squatting. So um, that's called a little pit chart. Um, there's kettlebells, every type of weight that we need. It's just it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's is amazing. It's it's hard to describe. I can't. I don't do it any justice sitting here talking about it. You have to see it for yourself. That's right. And Flying that's the whole seas all over the weights <laughs> and uh, everything in there, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's everything is just it's it's made how it's supposed to be. It's just like like you just walk in there and you just think to yourself, this is how it's supposed to be. This is it's just I don't know, man. You just you gotta see it for yourself. Is that beautiful? So. <laughs> Pretty awesome. How was it, uh, you know, and obviously uh, for Jamez, you know, last week uh, going into the scrimmage on Friday was his first opportunity under the lights. Mm-hmm. And how was it in your mind knowing that at one point, you know, we didn't even know if we were going to play, right? Mm-hmm. How was that being able to go out there and actually uh, get after it last Friday? 
Man, it's a it's a very good feeling. It's a it's something that like kind of takes over you. It's a really joy joyful feeling. Like I I know if, when I walked out there, first thing I did was just look around, cause you just gotta take it in. Whether the people are in there or not, you just gotta take in what's going on and understand that like you have so many limited opportunities to have this. And like you said, it's got it's it's been taken away from us, yeah. you know. And like for me to be back on there and feel the turf. Just look at everything, and I just keep looking at it. Yeah, now. I know, I see that. Look, yeah. look at the board, <laughs> you know. It just like it just like it brings flashbacks to the season, you know. It's just the vibe of the season, just like, and you could feel the energy of everybody was concentrated. You could feel like the tense. It just, it just, it, it's a blessing to be back out there. Yeah, sure. well, I, I know this man. Yeah, yeah. People are going to love the way, as he did a year ago. He just kept getting better. He pushed the pocket. He makes plays. And, and he makes the people around him so much better. And uh, I know they're excited to watch you play this year. And, uh, man, it's it's uh, it's pretty awesome one week away. What do you think? Oh, man, I'm excited. I can't wait. I'm watching film every day. I'm, I'm taking little notes, looking at little details. And the things that matter, I, I'm, I'm really, like, in, in internalizing, making an instinct. You know, anytime I get the chance, I'm working on something different. You know, we we all really out here just mastering our craft, you know. It's awesome. So, it's awesome. Man. Well, good deal, man. And thanks so much for taking the time. And, and uh, as you can tell, I mean, just by our guests that we've had so far, you can probably understand when I say this is a so much a great group of guys and a great group of guys to be around. And I'll tell you what, a joy to be their coach, man. Yeah, looking forward to watching them compete. And, uh, Troy, thanks so much for coming on. Excited to see what you and the defense can do this year, especially starting next Wednesday at Kelly Short Stadium. Appreciate it. Stay tuned. Fire up chip. <laughs> Stay tuned. There's the teaser. There he knows right it's there. radio. That's, That's it. Yeah, well, is it radio or is it video? There's uh, video things here. Yeah, I've, I've lost track, Coach. I, okay. just, I don't know. <laughs> All right, good. I think we got both. Well, right. We're going to come back <laughs> on the radio one more segment <laughs> okay. here. Let's talk about that opponent, a little opponent preview, as it is game week. The Ohio Bobcats will talk with Coach Mack about that first opponent next on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Final segment of the Coach Mack Show, our final Coach Mack Show that's recorded. Just to give a little sneak peek of what's coming up, we'll go back to the regular schedule. We're going to start doing these live Thursdays at 6. So you got to be on your best behavior starting next Thursday after that first game. Okay, Coach? Will they be on strictly <laughs> on the radio? They're going to be on the radio and still – the video component will be a part of it. Oh, so, man, that's confusing. Your players are all over Instagram. You, it, <laughs> this shows up on Instagram. you got to talk to them about that, see how Instagram okay. works. Yeah, I, I, yeah I, you know what? I, I learn something from them every day. Yeah. That's, what, that's what's so awesome about this group. Can you guys get him up to date on Twitter? I mean, he's got a Twitter, and he doesn't even know how to use it. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I love it. Well, Coach, that first game is against Frank Solich and yeah. the Ohio Bobcats. Um, just as you get prepared for that first game and probably have those pregame butterflies of what your team's going to look like, you don't have a ton of real game footage from this year. You don't have any to go off from the Bobcats. So take us through how you get prepped for week one against these Bobcats. Well, you know, I mean, as, as we've talked about, um, you know, this certainly isn't a breather from a standpoint of – you know, a warm-up game. We we uh, this is a team obviously coming in that uh, has their sights on being a champion and have been a champion. Um, you mentioned Coach Solich, um, a guy I just have so much respect for, 
in this profession, just how he goes about his business, how his teams play. Um, they're, they're so fundamentally sound in all phases of the game and very physical. Um, you know, if, if there's something that, that, you know, we've got to make sure we do is we answer uh, the physicality, we answer, you know, their aggressiveness, um, and, and uh, you know, it'll be inter interesting. You know, you, you never know in the first game uh, other than, you know, I really like our football team. And ultimately, whenever you go out, you can worry about the other team, but ultimately it's about us. I mean, it's about how we go out and perform, how we do the situations, and, uh, you know, how we uh, try not to have mistakes. Getting ready for the Bobcats, that game 7 o'clock next Wednesday here at Kelly Short Stadium. Just as we don't know your starter at quarterback, it sounds like they've got potentially two guys that could potentially maybe yeah. both see action. What's that like yeah. getting getting prepared for a guy that's transferring in and a, and a guy that hasn't played there yet? Right, and, and yet a guy with lineage, you know, from mm -hmm. there. Obviously a brother that, that is a heck of a quarterback, yeah. you know, right? Uh, but, um, you know, it, it, it's interesting in that, you know, you, you break down what they do, and I'm talking now from a defensive standpoint and their offense. Uh, you know, w what has been their M.O. then, you know, what are some of the things that they have done that might fit the two quarterbacks are there? Um, the key to any first game is being sound. You know, you, you're not going to be able to have exact answers to everything because there's going to be new stuff. I mean, that's every year, you know, teams go out and they they visit places, you know, they study, uh, they bring new things to the table. The key to us, uh, you know, on, on, on both sides and really important on special teams is we've got to be fundamentally sound. We've got to have our gaps covered. You know, we know they're going to like to run the football at us. They run option, uh, which is something you don't see very often. Um, so, uh, the pitch rules, you know, things like that have got to be spot on. And then you've got to be disciplined in the back end, uh, that you don't get caught up in that and then get the ball thrown over your head. Right. So, um, you know, those are the things there. And then, uh, defensively, um, I actually know their, one of their D coordinators pretty well. He's from, uh, back in the state of Washington and, known him a long, long time. His daddy was a, one of the most successful high school football coaches back there in the state of Washington. And and uh, they used to come visit us uh, during our camps uh, down at down at Florida. Um, and they do a fantastic job of making sure they don't beat themselves. You know, very rarely do you get the explosives, you know. Um, and, you know, they do enough in the pressure game that cause you issues that you got to be on top of it. Yeah, it's – I mean, Frank Solich, he's been there 15-plus years. Yeah. That team, that imprint all over his identity, he's built that program and done a really good job with it. Well, and, and you know what? I just have so much respect. He does it his way. He, he takes the guys that fit that place, that fit his style, and when you watch them play, they just play their tails off. It doesn't matter what's on the scoreboard. You can see how that's preached. What they do is they, they come out and play the game the way it's supposed to be played. And that's, that's really how, you know, part of the respect that I really have for Frank and what he's done there. What about this, this format here? Obviously, 2020 is different. We've talked a little bit about it, but there's no non-conference. You're jumping right into conference games. It will be 
a West versus East division matchup, but still, it all counts. Six games in your beginning week one with a MAC opponent. What do you think about that, just jumping right into the gauntlet? Well, you know, I mean, uh, I, I, I guess to answer that, you know, if I had my druthers, right, <laughs> would be, uh, you know, you'd like to maybe uh, see who you were a little bit before you got thrown in the fire, and, and yet, I'm excited to be thrown in the fire because there was a time we didn't think we were going to be playing. So um, I think for all of us uh, in our conference, just the fact and the joy of being able to go out and play, let your kids go play, uh, you know, let's let's do everything we can. Let's let it all hang out and, um, you know, find out who wins at the end. I mean, that that's really what it's all about. And uh, um, I know uh, – it, it started to kind of get to me here in the last week a little bit that um, it's real. It's going to happen, right? You, you were always kind of skeptical mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and more not skeptical but really cautious based on, you know, all the things that are going on. And yet it looks like right now we're ready to roll. And, and I can't wait to – you know, we got an off day tomorrow and then we – start our Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday routine and uh, going into a Saturday game that's on a Wednesday. But as in coach speak, uh, excited to just get in there, put the plan in, and more than anything, let the kids go out there and have a good time. And we're ready for midweek action. That's part of being thrown into the fire. We didn't right. start in September or October. Midweek action is known for being those cold November Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursdays, and that's exactly where we start. You can't beat it, and you're on national television. Yes, we are, and, and uh, you know, what, what What really probably makes me as happy about that uh, as anything is for our players because with the lack of people that can come to the game, uh, you know, with, with what that is, there's going to be loved ones, family, friends, Chippewas all over the country being able to put eyes on them, and, and uh, that's pretty cool. You know, when you tell them to watch the Chippewas, just I know Brock would want this. Yeah. When you tell them to watch, tell them to turn down the TV and turn the radio up so they can listen to Brock on the radio. He likes to talk to the Chippewa fans. You know, can you do that for me? Oh, oh absolutely. I got no problem with that. <laughs> Last thing, Coach, and I know you're not uh, big on paying attention to what the media says, but I have to bring it up because the preseason polls came out today in the Mid-American Conference. I don't know if you saw them, but the Chippewas uh -huh. were picked – third in the West behind Toledo and Western Michigan. After you guys got to the MAC championship game last year and, and bring back a lot of pieces, a little extra motivation, do you use that at all going into the season before week one? Um, you know, I guess maybe more than anything, it kind of shows what people think of you, right? And, uh, um, and yet it really doesn't matter from that standpoint as much as what you think of yourself. And, and are you prepared to go out there and, and – you know, play to the best of your ability. That That's really what it's all about. But um, um, to answer your question uh, on the first one, no, I didn't know. there that's was. That's what even, I'm here for. I, I didn't you know. even know there was a poll out. So um, I'm not sure they asked me. Did they ask me? I, I don't know. No. Okay. Uh, you got a lot going on, so I don't yeah. know if you remember or not. That's, <laughs> no, no. It's not top of your list, I, I know. I got you. I got you. Well, hey, Coach, we are extremely fired up to watch you lead the program again this year and uh, to watch these tremendous student-athletes get out there, compete starting next Wednesday against Ohio. Just can't stress how excited we are to see what the Chippewas can do this year in a, in a season cut in half, six games, but 
we will take what we can get and can't wait for it. No, I tell you, I just uh, like I said, this is a great bunch of kids, and, and yeah, we don't have a whole bunch of them, and, and yet, uh, you know what? Uh, they're a great group to be around, and, and they're putting in the work, and I'm excited for them to be able to go out and play. And, uh, you know, I'd be remiss to say, too, that, uh, you know, I'm hoping after that maybe uh, maybe we can enjoy a cold butter Bud Light from yeah. Fabiano Brothers. You know what we could do next week? We're going to actually get to talk about an actual game on this show. We're going to we break go. down what happened on the game like an actual Coach Mac show. Think of all the podcasts we've done since March. We've had some great guests. <laughs> yes. We've done some awesome topics. But next Thursday, we're talking about game one against the Bobcats on that following day. That's going to be a ton of fun. Yeah, I can't wait. And, and uh, like I said, just uh, excited it's going to be on TV. So a bunch of people can watch. And, and uh, you know what? Let's all get ready to fire up. Let's do it. 7 o'clock next Wednesday, Central Michigan and Ohio, right here from Kelly Short Stadium. Coach, best of luck in that game. Can't wait to watch you, watch you go out there and, and see what the guys can do. Thanks, bud. Appreciate it.